You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne. It's the 31st of December 2020. On this day in 1961, it was a New Year's Eve like none before. Ireland was celebrating with the launch of our own television service. Long before 7pm, the time scheduled for the opening, the front bar in the hideout was full. Regulars from the lounge and dining room also came in behind the counter to look at the TV set which for months now had shown only a standard television test card with a St Bridget's Cross superimposed on it. Thirty days before, the first edition of the new RTV guide had been published. Its cover comprised simple line drawings, illustrating the progress from the beginnings of Irish radio broadcasting in 1926 to the upcoming state-of-the-art television technology. It's fair to say there was a great sense of something special about to happen on the night. Not least that we down the country would have a proper television picture rather than the snowy and unreliable transmissions from the BBC and UTV, which came through the 125-foot aerial towering precariously above the pub. The anticipation fed a buzz of conversation which we shushed as the final seconds ticked to the top of the hour. The first item was the national anthem sequence, which was to become very familiar over the next decade as the nightly closure of the station, all in black and white, of course. It opened with the national flag being raised by two young Irish army officers, and then it fluttered in what seemed to be a very strong wind indeed. From there, we got a high shot of traffic moving across O'Connell Bridge in Dublin, Nelson's pillar still visible in the background. A short shot of the GPO, and then one of the 1916 proclamation, before we left the nation's capital to the south and views of Cork. After that we had clips of children going into a modern school, a construction shot, a peat power station, the Shannon electricity scheme, fishing trawlermen at work, harvesting in agriculture, and our latest diesel-electric trains speeding from city to city. I remember clearly, as a 17-year-old, feeling a great sense of pride as I watched. One reflected in the unusual silence in the crowded bar as everyone took in what was being shown on the small screen. Which, of course, was the object of the sequence, showing all that was good and modern about our country. And then the final shot, of an Aer Lingus jet lifting off majestically at Dublin Airport, illustrating one of our proudest achievements in taking our place amongst the nations of the world. As the plane disappeared into the clouds, the silence was broken by a long-standing front bar customer, Johnny Ryan. Emigration, he shouted at the vanishing plane, and the spell which had endured for that short time was burst with the general laughter. After that, beginning with addresses by Uchtaron the Heron, Eamon de Valera, Antishach Sean Lamas, and the Minister for Posts and Telegraphs, the programming shifted to the oratory at the new television studios in Montrose, for a benediction of the Blessed Sacrament by Archbishop of Dublin, John Charles McQuaid. The party then began, under the general direction of the RTE chairman and broadcaster, Eamon Andrews. 
Poetry readings by Siobhan McKenna and Michal McLeamore, toasts in music and song from Dublin's Gresham Hotel. And a Cade Miele Falter compendium of music, song, ballet and traditional dancing, with artists that included Maureen Potter, Jimmy O'Dee and Mary O'Hara. They had pulled out all the stops. There was a review of Ireland's 1961 happenings. The station's new girl announcers, Kathleen Watkins, Marie O'Sullivan and Nola Donnelly, were introduced. Filmed reports from around the country brought the people of Ireland to the screen for opening night. And then it was back to the Gresham, with singer Brendan O'Dowda keeping the celebrations going until midnight. Not everybody in the front bar watched it through. The flickering black and white screen mounted high in the bar slipped into the background to conversations, darts, drinks and all that makes an Irish pub what it is. I watched again the national anthem sequence as it closed the evening and then I switched off the set. Not knowing then that two decades on I'd be working in that same television building through much of the 1980s. But in the ups and downs of Ireland's economic life since, I often thought how right was Johnny Ryan. His one word on this day, 59 years ago, making sure that however much pride we deserve to have, we must never let it go to our heads. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.